This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Love them every trash, CMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shower with 987. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got David Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Despite the computer issues, we're here, we're live, and we're rolling on a Tuesday morning. A man with more hot takes than anybody in the sports media world. Mike Tannenbaum will join us at 7.20 this morning. It is Tuesday, which means it's CMT Day, which means that that's very exciting. RJ will run point on that. I believe we finally have a good feel RJ Santillo back in the fold before we get to any of it. I say good morning to my partner in crime this week, the great Dan Grasso. Good, good morning. morning. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. How are you? Like uh, you said, the computers are working outstanding this morning, and we're going to have a great show. You know who complains about that computer all the time? All the time. I could, is Rick. I could guess. It's, it's not, this computer doesn't work. This is awful. What kind of place is this? This reminds me of the Islanders. What are we doing here? I, why do we, yeah. <laughs> so it's like the, yeah. the Islanders are known for their shoddy computers. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess, well, you know, he used to have to take like a, a coal tub in a, in a trash can so that, you know. Well, I, I'm actually going to choose to believe it's their computers. Like they have a computer room. Over on the island there, and then that's not operating as well as you want it to. Uh, so we have a lot to do. By the way, I'm, I am. We'll hear from Juan Soto today. John Carlos Stanton looks like a different human being. I oh mean, yeah, he's, he, he's slim, he's stout, he look, he looks wonderful. You think that's going to last? Yeah, right. yeah, I, th- I, th- I actually do. I think that's. I think that's going to last. Well, you better hope if you're a Yankee fan. It's well, it's amazing too with him. Like you're reminded when you see that stuff yesterday. Four more years. Still on the hook for this guy. Oh, no, that's that's going to be... Four more it's years. It's a bad contract. Oh. Everyone's so excited. Look, we traded nothing to get him. And yeah, you traded nothing, but the, the, the guy's a, he's an albatross. I mean, he's a real problem. I will say this about about um, Stanton. Yeah. He's he's such like a... I don't even want to say good guy, because I don't know if he's a good guy. Like, he owns it. Like, he never shies away from anything. He shows up. Like, they boom on opening day, and the guy, I mean, he answers questions. Like, I, I, I do have a lot of respect for him. I just think that he's not, not very good anymore and, and oft injured. Well, do you think that a guy like Stanton looks at it a different way and says, why am I going to sit here and fight battles with people? Because I got more money than God. Right. It's not. It's like I'm going out there and getting injured intentionally. Maybe he kind of taken the so-called Anthony Rendon approach of, you know, it's not all that important to me. I, I, I got. I got to tell you, right? See, the the Rendon thing was so weird to me because he kind of like he said this, but he didn't go all in with it. Like he didn't say he doesn't care about baseball. He just said that family and and faith are more important, which I I guess is fine. No, yeah, I, I mean, I would think people going to kill him for it just because he articulates it publicly. The thing is, why why would you say that? That would be my, like, how many times does an athlete say something and you thought, you know what, they're not necessarily wrong, but why would you say that? Like, what do you, here's my thing. I would think that if you just, you're telling people something that that they're not familiar with, that there'd be something to gain for you. 
rather than just the den of honesty. Like, you're not a sports talk show host where you have to bring people into the den of honesty. Why do they have to say, yeah, baseball, eh, it's a job. Well, because last year, he, you know, and he, we barely saw him last year because he was always injured. He never plays. Never plays. But the thing about it is last year, whenever they tried to, like the media out there, when they tried to get a comment from him anytime he appeared like in the clubhouse, he would like run away from him. He wouldn't talk. So people are like, what's up with this guy? And now yesterday you finally heard it that he just doesn't really care. <laughs> yeah, but why he just would, doesn't care. Again, again, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. Why would you say that? Well, what? What? I mean, could you imagine if, if like tomorrow morning I was like, you know what, Dan? You know what, Dan? I, just, I, don't, I don't care. He's won already. That's why. Yeah, but so he's, won he's been paid an life. exorbitant amount of money. Stealing. And he does nothing. He produces only a little more for the Angels than I do. And you're not even getting paid by or nothing, it. not a penny. It. And I probably I might care more than he does. Well, therein lies the. I mean, one of the many problems why the Angels haven't won. You had the two best players in the sport on your team, and yet a few years ago, when you still needed pitching and they needed pitching for how many years, they went out and gave what two hundred plus million dollars to another bat, right? Which they didn't need, right? Yeah, they, it feels like they really just don't know what they're doing. Well, they don't. I mean, it's um, so we have a lot to do. Mike Tenenbaum is. I. This is a worry for me. Yeah, I think he's gone crazy. Yeah, I don't know if he's well. I, right, we both said the same thing this morning. Like, and, I, I don't know, but if not he's together. Well. We said it on, on set. Like you walked in earlier than me because I don't get in very early, and I guess you chatted with RJ and said he's. Uh, you're concerned that Mike's not well. I walked in, sat down. What time is ten about seven twenty? Great. I'm concerned he's not well because he's saying things that I just they're they're not like questionable. They're crazy, and, and I say that not maliciously. Like I'm not going to sit here and try to like dump on him because like I think we both consider like Mike a friend, right? A friend, and I think he's very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable, great guy, do anything for you. So like I s- expressed that almost with genuine concern that a friend of mine might not be well. So he had a few outlandish things to say. He thinks the Giants should trade Daniel Jones for Deshaun Watson, which why, why would the Giants ever want to bring? They're out from under with the Daniel Jones after one more year. Right. You want to lock into Deshaun Watson for an eternity? No, no, thank you. He thinks, what are his other things? C.J. Mosley for Brandon Cooks. And I mean, you say that because Brandon Cooks basically goes from team to team to team on an annual basis. Right, he's he's a journeyman at this point. And C.J. Mosley, you know, is kind of on the back Oh, yes, Russell Wilson is the Jets' backup quarterback. Russell Wilson is the Jets' backup And I saw Zach Wilson dealt to Denver for Jerry Judy. Yes. Why would the Broncos even entertain that? You know, because he's looking at it as Sean Payton being the quarterback whisperer coach that he is. He thinks, boy, I get my hands on Zach Wilson. I could turn him into something. I look like a genius. I don't think it's outlandish that Sean Payton would want Zach Wilson. I think it's outlandish for a moment to think that he would that he would trade Jerry Judy for Zach Wilson. Like I said... I'm concerned. He could be. He could be I'm unwell. Concerned. Yeah, no, I'm he, concerned. He could be unwell. So we'll certainly get to that. Uh, we have a lot to do in the baseball world. We did a lot of Mets yesterday. We'll do a lot of Yankees today. Um, Juan Soto spoke for the first time as a member of the Pinstripes yesterday. How about that? Yeah, wearing a, wearing a Juan Soto T-shirt. Well, Imagine if you speak wearing a T-shirt of yourself. And it wasn't like just like hey his jersey or no no. What did it say? The generational Juan Soto. That's yeah. what the T-shirt said. Yeah. Well, is he wrong? What? Where's the lie? It's the generation. It's like Jimmy from Seinfeld. <laughs> Jimmy's down. Jimmy's down. <laughs> Jimmy's going to get you Kramer. So 1-800-919-3776. Now you, yeah. and this is, this is your good fortune, you have CMT today. Oh, love the CMT. You've been involved in CMT. Of course, absolutely. So we have, we have CMT, we have Stump Rothenberg, Mondays are around the league, football season, it's a frenzy. 
It's an observations. It's dehif. It's the morning roast on Friday. What What are you particular to? What do you like the best? I'm, I, I like it all. No, no. I know everyone likes it all. I like a good CMT. You like a good CMT. I like a good CMT because yeah. you know what CMT gives you? It gives you options. Gives you options. It sure does. And it also can lead to disagreement and ar- yes. argumentative people. Exactly. Some disdain possibly creeping up here. And, and I was even saying, RJ, too, normally, like we were saying yesterday, like this is the time of the year on the calendar where there's like nothing going on. Right. We've got a lot happening. I know it's only a couple of days, but think about everything. I mean, we ha- we were jam-packed yesterday. We yep. get off the air yesterday. Jock Vaughn's gone He's 10 out. minutes later. Yep. All the important Yankees talked yesterday. I mean, we're just like tripping over ourselves with content. Yeah, there there is a lot to do, which is which is very exciting. Now, I will say this: last night, sports wise, to watch on TV, there was nothing. There was nothing. I I turned on Virginia Virginia Tech. The Hokies were up by like forty in that one. Virginia scored what thirty six points or whatever. That's what they do. They try to beat you thirty six twenty five, but they allowed a lot of points last night. But but it worked out for me. Because I got into bed early and got a decent night's sleep. Well, I wanted to watch the Iowa State-Houston game. That was a good game. But Too that late was for the, me. That was the 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock game. I watched the first half and then I was out. Yeah, Houston won. Houston did win. Yeah. But it was like 27-23 at halftime. Like, right. Again, no points scored. No. College good basketball is, uh, can be a, a slog at times. The NHL owned yesterday with the sports. Because there was like a million matinee hockey games. Well, smart. Yeah. I mean, it's brilliant, right? I mean, unfortunately, R.J. Sabres crapped themselves early in the day, lost to the Ducks at home. But, I mean, it's it's smart. If the NBA is on hiatus, NBA All-Star Weekend, and now they have this extended time where they don't, you know, they don't play games, you're the NHL. You swoop right in. You do nothing. and you Because there's nothing going on right now outside of hockey. I mean, a little college basketball, I don't think it turns the, the needle for a lot of people. The NHL can take control. And good for them. I caught up on the curb. I watched the uh, third episode. I'm, of I'm curb. way, be- I'm years behind. I know you are because I dropped a reference in our pre-show conversation that totally went right over your head and didn't solicit any reaction. Oh, whatsoever. is that right? Is it? Yeah. Is it from the last like three from, years of Curb? No, it was from like Sunday night. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen. You're it. like years behind. Yeah, years behind. Really? I'm, I'm going to go on a bender. Yeah, but it's going to be too late. This is the end of the series. It's going to be too late. It's the end of the series. Don't you want to be caught up on it? So what are you? You're walking around like la 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 la, like not hearing anything. I did. I did that recently at a party that I left when I was trying to avoid a football game. I left it saying the the game you know about the Packers Niners game. I walked out hands over ears. La 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 la. This is a little different though. This is series. Listen, what do you want me to tell you? I haven't seen it. I'm going to remedy it. I'm going to go on a, a bender, like a real binge. I mean, it's 30-minute episodes. I could get through a season in two How days. How many seasons are we talking about that you're behind? Six. No. Yeah. I've watched it in a long time. What the, why? What's wrong with Because I kept taping it, and then I was unsure where I left off, and I have a, I have a lot to do. I'll, I'll get to it. Don't you worry. By the way, from superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So you want to hear a little bit from Juan Soto? Absolutely. All right. Why wouldn't you want to? I think you would, and I think you, you're going to be excited if you're a Yankees fan about some things. Here's Juan Soto. Have you thought about an extension yet? I let Scott do his thing. We've been talking throughout this offseason and everything, but definitely I let Scott do whatever he's doing for me. I'm just focusing on 24. I'm here to play baseball. I'm focusing on playing this year and try to win as much as we can and, and bring a championship to New York. So here's how I see that. I uh, don't intend to come back to the Yankees. I might, but that's not my intention right now, and whoever pays me the most money is where I'm going to go. Bottom line, and God's going to have a say, too. Right. Into where a this big, big say. God, God gets got about two. 10%, too, of the deal. In addition to Boris? Yeah, I'm so sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
For deals of this magnitude, absolutely. He got he's got two people with their hands in the cookie. He's gonna jar. get four hundred and fifty million dollars. In all likelihood. In all likelihood. I mean, unless one of his limbs falls off this season, he's gonna reap the rewards. Yeah. He's gonna get four hundred and fifty he's gonna get like ten for four fifty. And that's the luxury of having a guy who's twenty five years old. That's right. You know, when you're when if you are a prodigy and you make it up to the big leagues as a teenager, like we were saying yesterday, these are the guys that cash in on these long term, extremely lucrative deals. You know, I was thinking Yesterday, and it was, you ever have an epiphany? Of course. And Not uh, like in a biblical sense, but right, yeah, no, sure. mine wasn't a biblical epiphany either. Yeah. It was just a, a sports epiphany. Mm-hmm. I had one before the show. That computer stinks. I, uh, I don't like the Yankees. I, no, no, this is not the epiphany. <laughs> oh, that, I, that was, that was. <laughs> I, 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 it, I thought that was the no, epiphany. No, I detest the Yankees. Loathe. But right now, like yesterday I was thinking, I was like, you know what? The Yankees are going to be good, but I'm not overly concerned. Like, they're going to be good. But are they better than the Orioles? I'm not sure. Blue no. Jays? Yeah, maybe, probably so. Astros, I don't believe that. that I don't, I'm not fearful the Yankees are going to win the World Series right now. And I'm out I on thought, the Blue Jays. The Blue, you know what the Blue Jays are to me? The Blue Jays have kind of taken on the characteristic. They're like the baseball version of the Chargers. The way they should be great, and, and they always so under, much talent underwhelm. On paper I, I, and I agree with that. Yeah. But I had this thought yesterday mm-hmm. that what would lead me to saying, uh-oh. And you know what that is? Uh, Montgomery or Snell. If I'm the Yankees and I don't sign one of those two guys, I think you're making a massive mistake. Because if they were to sign Blake Snell, yeah. and now Stroman becomes the four... And Radon becomes the three. The Yankees, to me, become a terrifying baseball team. Uh, I'm still not willing to go there yet. Because then, look, you had the best pitcher in baseball last year, and they still were a 500 team. Right, and that was Garrett Cole, and you C- knew what correct. you were getting. Every, and, C- and then the rest of that rotation is littered with question marks. And even Blake Snell, like, Blake Snell has two Cy Young Awards by some miracle. Because outside of those two seasons, like, what has he done? I don't think he's a sure thing. And the problem with Snell is the reason why teams aren't tripping over themselves to get him, obviously, that well, he wants a nine-year deal. Well, then forget about the fact that he wants a nine-year deal. Remember, he's got the quali- he, he turned down the qualifying offer, so if you sign Snell, that's two draft choices you're having to give up. Right. And the way the Yankees are constructed right now, with their luxury tax, you're going to have to pay like an extra $30 million, essentially, on top of, make up a number. Let's say if, if Blake Snell's going to get $30 million a year, that's an extra like 30 so, Yankees have to pay on top of that fair. for him. But you, are, are, you, are you trying to win this thing? Like, is that the goal? In my mind, you could disagree, and that's fine. Blake Snell... He, he's he not might worth put, the money, though. He might put. I, I disagree with no, that. No, he's not. He's is he worth me, the, the additional tax money? Maybe not. But if I sign him to a short term, he doesn't have a deal. Short term. If oh, you say no, 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 no. I don't want to sign him to nine two seventy. God, I would. I would never consider that. But a two year deal. It, here's the problem with Blake Snell. To me, he's not even a top five starting pitcher in baseball. And this is a guy who's got two Cy Young awards. Not even top five. You don't think he slots in beautifully as a number two? And maybe Redon is great. Maybe he's your two. And they battle out who's the two and the three. And then Stroman is the four. Look, here's the thing. Nestor is the five. If Carlos Rodon stays healthy and actually does what you're paying him to do, then you don't need a Blake Snell. I agree with if that. If Marcus Stroman stays healthy as a number three and does what why, he's supposed to do. Why would you do, possibly believe that Marcus Stroman is going to give you a full season? Well, why would you of, say the same thing about Carlos Rodon? It's the same thing. Right. Uh, I think there's. Well, that's why I'm Carlos Rodon is a longer if you, if you told than me anybody that, in this rotation. You tell me Rodon and. Uh, Strowman are going to be good. You're right. I don't. I don't have any interest in Blake Snell, but I don't know that those guys are going to be good. Nestor Cortez. What is he going to be? We have no idea. No after idea. After last season, Clark Schmidt is in the same boat Nestor Cortez was last year, coming off of a career high workload, and you don't know how he's going to respond. 
What if his arm falls off? You like have Nestor's no idea. Did last but year? that's why if I get Snell, all of a sudden everything Radon is my three makes me much more comfortable. I'm not saying long term. I don't want to sign him long term. Short term. Short term, two-year deal, three-year deal. Why? I, I, I'm i told all the time, the Yankees are going all in to try to win this thing. If you're truly going all in to try to win this well, thing, then go sign Jordan Montgomery. Well, here's the thing. If you are the Yankees, or not even, do you look at it that way? Do you look at it that way? By the way, Blake Snell has only pitched, okay, in his career, despite the fact that he's had two Cy Young awards. Right. He has only pitched more than a hundred, he's only pitched 130 innings in a season twice. Well, last year he pitched 180. Right. And the other year he won a Cy Young, he pitched 180. Other than that, he hasn't even hit 130 innings. And ERA has been above four And he twice. walks the entire ballpark. He nibbles. He's a nibbler. Okay. You want a nibbler? He's a good, I, I, would I, if I'm the Yankees, as, a, as opposed to some of the guys that I'm going to potentially have in that rotation? Yeah, do I want it for nine years? I would I would laugh that out of New York. You said something interesting, because it got me thinking about this last night, as a matter of fact. I'm glad you said it. You were thinking about me at night? No, not really. Mm. Um... Do you view this season, if you're the Yankees, as an all-in? Just because of the Juan Soto factor. So, like, so here's, Juan Soto make this an all-in season? It's a good question. Why don't we do this? Why don't we Why don't we break? That's a tease. And we'll come back and we'll get into it. Because ordinarily, I'd say no. Yankees, they're, they're a long-term team. But I don't think Soto's coming back. So if that's the case, in my mind, this is a, you got to get things done this season. Let's break. We'll come back. Gross is here. 1-800-919-3776. Tenenbaum, 720 we got um, CMT, 745. RJ with the stuff you missed at 915. 1-800-919-3776. Yankee fans, Snell or Montgomery, is that a necessity or a luxury? We get to it. 98.7 ESPN. Spring training. Well, it's not just for baseball players. It's time for you to get into shape and ready for the warmer weather for over a decade. That's 10 years, by the way. NJ Diet has helped thousands of people lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. That's nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. Now, NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements to get you to shed the fat very quickly. Then, NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help keep the weight off. You're fully supervised the entire time. To make sure you're burning fat, not just losing that water, and even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Locations close by or available from home with live online video consultations. Call 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET. Or schedule your consult today at NJDiet.com. Get ready for spring with NJDiet.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. We tease something, and at this very moment, I have no idea what that was, in fact. All in Yankees. All in Yankees. I, I'm telling you, you signed Blake Snell. I think you're the best team in baseball. Yeah, but he, you're, you're signing another pitcher that just brings in. You're better than the Dodgers if you sign Blake Snell? Best team in the American League. I think right up there with the Dodgers. I still think the Orioles are better. Yeah. Well, listen, I hope you're right. I just, I, I become, my whole analysis of the Yankees is how worried am I about what they are? And right now I'm like, yeah, you know what? They're not going to win the whole thing. I don't think they're the best team in the American League. I think Houston is better. I think Baltimore's better. I'm not overly concerned. They signed Montgomery or Snell. Now I'm actually worried. But see, we never thought, it, it, it's funny because I was the guy, what was it, a, a couple of years ago? 
when the Yankees traded Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader, I disagreed with the move. And I was fighting with Yankee fans for the last couple of years saying Montgomery would be more valuable to them. Well, now he would. Well, I now think at he the w- time, it was a win-win, that trade. But now, only because he helped the Texas Rangers win a world championship, is we're looking at Jordan Montgomery as somebody who was a you know front-end-of-the-rotation type starter. Yeah, but he was elite in the biggest games in October. That's great. But does, is he elite during the regular season? He's I'm good. Necessarily, he's good, but he's no better to me. I say max. Max, like a 2A in your rotation. Okay. But, so, so right now, yeah. everybody, everybody, there's not one person listening to the show that could say they don't believe in Garrett Cole. He's a stud. He's a horse. He takes the ball every fifth day. He's the best pitcher in baseball. Agree. You have real concerns about Radon, right? Mm-hmm. You have real concerns about Stroman. Keep going. You have real concerns about Schmidt. Keep going. And you have real concerns about Nestor Cortez. Correct. Okay. So there's not one guy after Garrett Cole that you say... I completely buy in and think that's a stud. If you add either a Montgomery or a Snell, it, it pushes everybody back to that next spot. I, I think it's a, I think it's a win win for the Yankees. All right, let's turn it around the other way. Yeah. look at last year. We brought up last year, right? Cole was the best pitcher in baseball, and you still didn't have a great season. But think about what you didn't have offensively. Judge was hurt and mm-hmm. wasn't the same. If he stays healthy and stays away from the fluke injuries, do you believe in this new version of John Carlos Stanton? Who the heck knows? But now you have Juan Soto to that lineup. If the upward trend continues with some of these other bats, if they perform like they do on the back of their baseball card, don't you think that could compensate for I some did, of the I, deficiencies I, with your rotation? Absolutely. 100%. Listen, I love Verdugo. I think I think he's I agree. I like him a lot. I mean, the Yankees went from having uh, nothing in left field to a guy that I look at, and he's. I, and I think the Yankee fan doesn't even know they're going to fall in love with him. Agree. Like the way he plays baseball. So no, I think. Th- but if you're really truly all in this year, and the center fielder, by the way, too, then the guy from the Padres. Oh, Grisham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think it's a, listen. Think about how no many big hits he got him. against the Mets in that playoff series. The guy's got some pop for a guy who's going to hit the bottom of your order as a throw-in in a trade. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a tremendous addition. I just I think that could could they win the division the way they're constituted right now? Absolutely. Sure, they can. Absolutely. Could they win the American League? Absolutely. Do I believe that? No. They signed Blake Snell. My fears go way up. Yeah, but you know something? You could reevaluate things at the deadline if you need starting pitching to go out and trade somebody. A hundred. You're, you're right, but right? you know what? You thought last year, well, we'll reevaluate the deadline, and it, it was so bad that it got away from yeah, you. Yeah, but they were done by the deadline. But that's what I'm saying. But that's not going to happen two years in a row. I don't it? think so either. No. Well, they're too I mean. talented. Unless they have injuries, then it's not going to matter anyway. Yeah, but the, see, the Yankees are not alone in this. That's why. Like, why do you think a guy like Blake Snell is still out there? Why do you think a guy like Jordan Montgomery is still out there? Like, the rest of baseball isn't sitting there with their head in the dirt saying, we don't know about these guys. No, they know about them. They're far from perfect pitchers. That's why. Uh, or they just want deals that are just, you but know, that goes don't in, but, line up. But if Garrett Cole, for example, wanted that deal, you would pay him. If a guy who you think is really, really good, you would pay him. Like those guys who are free agent. Here's would, would you pay Garrett Cole nine years now? Here's the thing. Next year. And the Yankees look at it this way, too. Just like the Mets when we were talking about their rotation yesterday. Corbin Burns, Zach Wheeler, Max Freed, Walker Bueller, Shane Bieber. I would rather have all five of those guys than Blake Snell. For the record, I don't want Shane Bieber. Just so, just so you and I are on the same page. Fine, coin flip. But those four other guys, Walker I don't Bueller care would love old, them. I want all of them over Blake Snell. And so do most teams in baseball, probably the Yankees. And that's why they're saying, we're looking ahead to next offseason. I'm not giving already. him a nine-year deal. I wouldn't even think about that. Now, let me ask you this. Would you give Gary Cole a nine-year deal right now? Nine years? No. Right. No. So that's where you are with Blake Snell. But a two-year deal? I, I, again, I don't... If you're really in it to try to win it this year, I would do it. So you wouldn't... Blake or Snell's you're, 31, too, by the way. What? 
Blake Snell's 31 already. I thought he's 30. No, he's, he's 31. 31, yeah. Well, Had a birthday okay. in December. You got him nothing. You got him nothing. I didn't even know. Would you have gotten him something if you knew? If I knew it was his birthday. See, I don't think he would have. How do you know? I'm very I generous. No, I, don't I got Raymond a present for his birthday. Hey, hey, guys, who skipped out on the lunch tomorrow, by the way? I, I can't make the lunch. I said, let's go to the lunch on Thursday. That's Trump's just ribbing him. Oh, that's totally unfair and unjust. Yeah, not, I, 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 I sat there and I said, I was just giving you a hard time. That wasn't nice. Raymond, did I get you a very just. generous, very nice birthday present? You did. What would you get him? Um, a Fanatics uh, gift card. A Fanatics gift card? Yep. Wait up. So, so something you could buy at the grocery store. You put a lot of thought into it. You strolled up and you... Well, and that, you want to know the, the rationale the behind it? First, it, it, it? It is the thought that counts. Okay, first of all, don't be a jerk. Okay? <laughs> Se- second of all, <laughs> I, I can't, m- with my DNA, buy him a Cowboys thing. Oh, I, I agree with you. I, I can't yeah. do it. I won't do it. So I thought he might want a, a new Cowboys thing, and how can I facilitate that? Fanatics gift card. So you and it was not a twenty five dollar gift card. I didn't think it was, but you wouldn't even be able to go online. Let's say click. For example, let's say it was a cowboy sweatshirt. You wouldn't be able to click, click. No. Ship it to your house. No. Not even take the thing out of the wrapper or out of the package and then just hand it to Ray. No. I don't. No. I don't want to facilitate buying cowboys paraphernalia. No. Absolutely not. What if you don't even bring it into the house? No. He doesn't want to be a cowboy by proxy. No. No. I wouldn't do it. I refuse to. I'm not even kidding. I. I would not purchase. I'm not giving money. Anything Cowboys related. I'm not doing it. I got him something that if he chooses to do that, right. he can do it. I wouldn't walk in with a bong for him either. I'm not doing it. Yeah, but why would it have to be Cowboys? You could have got him something reach. else. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, drug paraphernalia? Is that what he's doing? It's very similar to me. Bong. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I'm well, sorry. Have you yes. crack? But why does it have to be Cowboys, though? You could have went in a different direction. Well, because he, he's, he's a Cowboys. Interest. He's a very, very versatile individual. Right. Re- re- Really? When yeah. you think Cowboys, you think Ray. When you think Ray, you yeah, but, think Cowboys. No, but when I think Ray, I don't only think Cowboys. What else do you I, think? Coffee? Besides? Coffee? Yeah. What do you want me to buy him? A, a, a coffee pot? My Wait first cousin, and uh, he just handed me beans. See? You, what, what do you want me to buy him? You could have bought him a nice... A grinder? Yeah, a nice coffee... Yeah, a coffee machine? A, uh, a coffee gift card? So, a Fanatics gift card? No. A coffee gift card? Did you ever think I'd about... Be, I'd be... I, I, you guys would decapitate no, me. No, did you ever think about double dipping? Like, the, the, the Fanatics gift card, coffee gift card? So, maybe, let me see if I have this right. Well, how about this gift card to maybe a nice, a, a nice clothing outlet to where he can get some new gear? Stuff like that. So, you know, let me see if I have this right. The guy is in Madison I, Square Garden I bought, like I bought him times a gift a week. card which is delivered right into his email. Correct. And I took him out for a luxurious breakfast. And now all of a sudden, how luxurious can breakfast be? It was Raymond. Was it luxurious? Wait, it was a good breakfast. Where, yeah. You never told me the place either. Well, well, I'm going to say it on the air. We got to tell, tell you during the break. This is off the air, okay? Yeah, I mean, otherwise people we're going to be standing outside next time is we this go a, there. Is this an option for the lunch tomorrow? It is. It's a strong it option. Okay, it's a very strong option. Walking distance. Okay. Oh, come on. What are you, an animal? <laughs> of course we're, we're going to get in our cars. We're going to drive. No, public transport. Yeah, please. Hey, if it's worth it, I'm You know the last anything. time I've been on the subway, and I hear terrible things about the subway now. Oh, you do? Only yeah. now. Every every time I turn on the news, I was just stabbing on the only subway now. last night. I was like, that, that was it. I was like, only now? Really? So even like before COVID, you thought that the subways were great. I haven't been on the subway in years. I think I've been on twice. Since COVID, twice. Not me. I haven't been on since COVID. Didn't we, we, you guys, didn't we go on the subway when we went to the um, the holiday party, right? At least come, did you, did we all go together? No, you were there already. I was at the holiday party, but I drove in. Because we I, had the, we had the K-Show. So after the K-Show, we went to the holiday right, party. Right, I drove we, in. Subway. Yeah. Yeah. That's when Rick brought friends. 
and I missed that because when I got there, it was he was gone already. It was un- uh, I mean, ha- when I heard that, I texted him. Would you ever, ever no. think about bringing no. extra people that are not at the company you work for to a holiday party? It's crazy. But when I heard about that, that was the first, I think it was on like a Saturday. I think I heard the promo. You guys made the promo because yeah. I didn't know that he brought guests. Yeah, guests. Heard the promo. I texted him immediately. I said, wait a sec. You brought guests He brought his father-in-law party. and his best friend. And you know what? The father-in-law's best friend or his best friend? His best friend. And then he, he re- replied with, you bet your ass. <laughs> he doesn't, because he doesn't care. You know what it is? He doesn't understand. He no. has no idea. This is a guy. He's a, a hockey prodigy. He's been babied his whole life. Right. He has no idea how to act appropriately. We're in a meeting the other day. With high-level ESPN people, and he puts his head back and decides, I'm going to nap. He doesn't understand what normal people have to endure. Well, let's he, face he, it. He didn't even mention the flatulence during the meeting. The, he just, he just gets a little, like, starts ripping flatulence during the meeting. Like a gas problem. Yeah. Interesting. Thinks it's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a child. How do we get on this topic, by the way? Not sure. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Santiago, he's 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 a genius. He's an evil genius. He's a, I mean, he's an abs- he doesn't say much, but he's an absolute genius is what he is. Because our next guest has gone crazy. And I, and I worry for him. <laughs> Ray, do you, do you disagree? Listen, I'll play in the song for a reason. It's there for a I mean, my, and we Draw love Mike Tenenbaum, and he's all over the place. And he's got his big website, the 33rd team, and he's on Get Up, and he's on, you name the show, he's on it. But he has gone crazy. And we bring him in... <laughs> A crazy man right here. We love him. And that's the great Mike Tenenbaum. Mike, outside of your dementia craziness, how how you doing? (laughs) I thought it was going to be, you know, crazy for you, the old Madonna song. Like, I'm crazy in love with you guys. It's just great to be back on. Um, So some of the things you've said, uh, because I was talking to RJ yesterday. I was like, wait, did he really say that? You think the Jets bring in Russell Wilson to be the backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers? So here's the context to what I said. If we're running the Jets guys, they they absolutely have to get three things done this offseason. Number one, get a tackle, which they'll draft. I think everyone's aligned on that. Two, they got to get a receiver with speed, which they should be able to find. But the third, and to me, the most critical thing they have to do, guys, is they have to get a veteran, experienced, inexpensive quarterback. Because the Cleveland Browns were a great example. They had four different quarterbacks and went to the playoffs. 66 different quarterbacks started last year. So to me... Russell Wilson, I understand he's controversial, but he's going to play for the minimum. And if he has to go one place for a year to resurrect his career, why not the Jets? It could be a marriage of convenience and then go back out because I don't think someone's going to offer him a starting job, you know, come early March when we hit free agency. Now, do you think, Mike, and it's good to talk to you again, and I really hope you're doing well. Do you think that Nathaniel Hackett will be the guy to pick him up at the airport? 
if that happens. <laughs> what know, do you think? Nathaniel Hackett should be, you know, happy to have a job, and he should get the players that he's given better. <laughs> and and that's the bottom line. That's the that's the definition of a coach. Take the players you have and get them better. So to me, look, I understand that like to have Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson in the same room comes with some angst. But my question to you guys is, who's the veteran, experienced, inexpensive quarterback? that if Aaron Rodgers at 41 years old, coming off an Achilles tendon injury, is going to play quarterback for the Jets in 2024? No, Mike, fair question. Fair question entirely. But here's my thing with that. Russell Wilson, now first of all, are we even 100% sure that he even still wants to continue playing football, right? I mean, he's he's 35, going to be 36 years of age. He's got more money than God. You know, it looks like he could maybe transition into, like, the Hollywood lifestyle. Who knows when it's all said and done. If there's not a starting job for him to at least compete for when the season rolls around, I'm not even 100% sure that he's going to even continue playing, Mike. He could just walk away and enjoy his family, enjoy his life. I don't think he's going to take the league minimum to go be a backup quarterback someplace. Well, you know, Dan, we're going to find out, you know, and look, I've been in this situation before. Ironically, at the Jets, we signed Vinny Testaverde in June, and he took us to the championship game. Unfortunately, in Miami, Ryan Tannehill got hurt. We were begging Jay Cutler to come out of the Fox broadcast booth and, you know, signed him. And my point is, like, when you're running a team and there's limited ways to find another quarterback, and let's face it, like, Jets had a lot of really good pieces last year, but... It was catastrophic when they lost Rodgers, not because they just lost Rodgers. They had no other alternative. So Russell Wilson may not take that deal in March. He may not take it in April. But if he's sitting there in May and all of a sudden say, like, I'm feeling my football mortality, I still want to play, where can I invest a year to get better? You know, given what the Jets have at some of the skill players, be it Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, it's something I would consider. But, but, but again, you bring up the Vinny thing. Remember, 98, Glenn Foley was the starter. Glenn Foley was far from a proven commodity, and that's why Vinny probably looked at it and said, hey, there's a chance I could start there. It took week three before he finally got in there. Russell Wilson looking at any, and this was the problem I went back to last year with the Jets, any quarterback who thinks of himself as somebody that could be out there week in and week out, they're not going to look at the Jets and say, Aaron Rodgers is so entrenched there, he's essentially the franchise. I don't know if that's playing time opportunity for me. Yeah, but Dan, you see, that's the point. You could resurrect your career and not have to play. You could sit for a year and get healthier, be in the best shape of your life. And But Russell's on the back nine, though, Mike. Absolutely, but again, it gives him a chance to stay in the league, be ready to go, because when you're looking at players, if we're sitting here in 2025, if a player sat out a year, typically at his age, it's over. Joe Flacco's an exception to the rule, and that's why like, if I want to keep my career going, and by the way, is it likely that Aaron Rodgers, at 41 years old, coming off an Achilles tendon, who's played four snaps in two years, is going to make it through 17 games? That's not a bet I'd be comfortable taking. So that's why, if I'm Russell Wilson, I'm going to consider it. And again, like, sure, he could go off into the sunset. No one's going to you know, begrudge him that. But then it, it fundamentally goes back to Gardner Minshew's not going to be available. Like, those other higher-end backup quarterbacks... They're so valuable now, guys, because 66 quarterbacks started. That's why you have to get creative. But this is a huge, huge decision for the Jets. It's something they have to address. Uh, He is Mike Tenenbaum. We are DNR 98.7 ESPN. So I want to get to Saquon in in a moment. Mike, another thing that I just – and I love you. I just can't believe why in the world would the Broncos trade Jerry Judy for Zach Wilson. It just makes zero sense to me. So explain that. I understand why they would want him and that Peyton thinks he can fix him. But why would you trade a, guy, a commodity like Judy for him? He has one year to go. I don't think they're going to extend him. they got some depth if Tim Patrick comes back uh, with Cortland Sutton. They have to find a young quarterback. 
Um, they have a million needs on that team, Dave. You know, the Russell Wilson trade obviously hurt them with picks and money. So if I'm Sean Payton, yeah, I want to take a shot at, at someone like Zach Wilson who has tools that didn't work out in New York for you know a myriad of reasons. So if I'm the Broncos, I want to get Zach Wilson for you know not a lot, obviously. And if Jerry Judy's not in their plans, I don't think they're going to extend him because my sense is, Dave, if they were going to do that, probably wouldn't have gone this far. So if I'm going to move on from Jerry Judy and I could get a quarterback that has potentially a high ceiling, that's something I'm going to look at. Is Zach fixable? You know, I, I I think the risk reward makes a ton of sense. Where if you could get him now, yeah, I would give him a shot. And sometimes it takes a second or a third stop. You know, stop. Um, obviously, it wasn't a good fit in New York, but I know the Sean Payne's of the world. They have tremendous confidence in their abilities to work with quarterbacks. And look, Drew Brees had a better experience at the Chargers before he got to the Saints. They franchised him. We know what happened with Philip Rivers. Point being is he thrived once he got to Sean Payne. And I'm not saying that Zach Wilson's going to be Drew Brees, but the point is Sean Payne has a deep belief in what he could do with quarterbacks. All right, the, the other one you threw out there the other day about the Watsons of the Giants for Daniel Jones. I mean, walk me through that one because I think universally most people look at the Sean Watson contract for the Browns as probably one of the worst in the NFL given all the guaranteed money. And I understand that he's a talented player when healthy, but we just haven't seen that consistently enough. If you're the Giants who might be in a transition phase right now with the position with the draft coming up, you have an option there. Wouldn't you want to bring in a cheaper alternative for the next several years, Mike, that you could develop, that you could then build around, as opposed to somebody who's going to eat up that much of your cap? Well, first of all, I'm going to give you guys an A-plus for taking copious notes. If My only two teenagers... Well, we, we, we've been worried. That's a, we, we've, been, we've been very concerned. <laughs> We're concerned for a friend, Mike. <laughs> so here was my thinking on that. So if I'm the Giants, I need a high-ceiling quarterback, because if I want to really compete in a meaningful way with fill-in-the-blank, Philly, Dallas, San Francisco, Detroit, Green Bay's offense, I need to score points, and i got to score points consistently. And in that trade scenario, it was getting, first of all, you're moving on from Daniel Jones, who I think we would all agree is not in that category. Deshaun Watson at one point was a great quarterback. He's only 29, and you're getting a second-round pick. So, yes, there is a risk in terms of not this year, but the two additional years of guaranteed money. But with the extra second-round pick, you now have multiple bites of the apple to get an A quarterback. You have the sixth pick this year. You have a one, you would have a one and two twos next year. And you have a player who, for whatever reason, it didn't work out in Cleveland. But if you could get him back close to where he was in Houston, you actually have a quarterback that could compete with those other teams. But, but, but Mike, isn't it a little bit of an indictment on Deshaun Watson for the fact that the Browns won 11 games, made the playoffs, and had five quarterbacks this year? Yeah, and that's why they would also get a draft choice for sure. Uh, look, they could go young and cheap, but let's face it, like it's getting late early for Brian Dayball and Joe Shane. They need to have a good year this year. And again, Deshaun Watson, that's one of the things I agree with you, Dan, from this standpoint. If I'm the Browns, I would give up a pick just to move Deshaun Watson and go with, I happen to like Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I think he has a bright future. And obviously Flacco played better than expected. But if I'm the Giants, I need to take a shot at somebody that has the highest ceiling possible. All right, so two more, and I know you got to run. First one, Saquon. Uh, I don't. All the other things, I think you're kind of crazy with. I don't think you're crazy with this one. You believe he's done with the Giants? Yeah, I just think he gave him six great years. He's a he's a great player. His pass protection got better, Dave. 
And I think it's just one of those things where let's shake hands and park companies. And by the way, I think he's a perfect fit in Dallas. I think Tony Pollard was. Kill me. Honestly, <laughs> take me and push me off somewhere. Kill but me. I'm just saying, if, if we're running the Cowboys. the Cowboys, Dave, if we're running the Cowboys, don't we want to help ourselves and hurt our opponent? And that's why, to me, what would keep me up at night if I'm the Giants is if he graduates from us, where does he go? Yeah, I think that's fair. And the last one, J.J. McCarthy. I like him. I, yep. I don't think it would be crazy to think about the Giants either taking him a six or, or certainly moving back into the first round and grabbing him. What's your take on him? Yeah, I, I totally agree, Dave. In, in fact, in a couple minutes, I'm going to have him drafted by the Raiders at 13. So I, I'm with you. He's really an interesting guy because he, like you go back a year ago to TCU, he played great, threw the ball all over the lot. This year, they didn't ask him to do a lot, but I think he has a ton of ability. I think he's clearly, guys the fourth best quarterback in this year's draft. All right, listen, it seems like you're well in talking to you. <laughs> We're not 100% sold on that. If you need help, reach out to either of us, and we will be there yes. very quickly. Wait, I, I wouldn't be doing my job as a teammate. Where are we with pickleball with Amani Toomer and Anita Marks? It's it's happening. I believe early May was last I heard. Wow. Yeah. Am I, am I the guest of, uh, referee? You better be there. All right, I, I'm going to be extremely biased. It, it's going to be fixed. There's no way you guys are going to win. Any close call is going to go to my Sunday morning teammates, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. All right, we'll talk to you, Mike. Thank you. Uh, all right, thanks, thanks Mike. So he's he's kind of gone crazy, which... Well, he, well, seem, he seems like he's maybe on the mend. Let's put it I that hope, way. Well, but my question to you... I still we'll, disagree we'll with everything he says. Why would the Giants want to bring in Deshaun Watson? Can you sit here and tell me no. that Deshaun Watson... Here's my question. Can you sit here and tell me Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback now? I can't sit here and tell you that he's an elite quarterback. There's a difference between good and elite. For that kind of money, you need to be elite. And also, do you remember the baggage the guy comes with? Oh, my God. Is that what you want to bring into the Giants? The Mara and and Tish contingent want to bring in a guy that's, you know, sexual massages from half of, of... Of Houston? And don't sell me Dorian Thompson-Robinson either. Why? Because he had a good half against the Jets in the Hall of Fame game in Canton. The Browns, after they gave him an opportunity they, play they put him. him back on the bench. They couldn't play him. But I don't care about that. That's irrelevant to the Giants. I want the show. I mean, no. is this no. me? No. I don't want any part of Deshaun Watson thanks, no, on the thanks. Giants. No part. All right, let's break. We'll come back. We'll kind of unpack what Mike had to say a little bit, what makes sense and what doesn't. 1-800-919-3776. Dean R. with you, 98.7 ESPN. I think he's a perfect fit in Dallas. I think Tony Pollard was- Kill me. Honestly, <laughs> take me and push me off somewhere <laughs> sorry about that spring training is not just for baseball players it's time for you to get into shape and ready for the warmer weather for over a decade nj diet has helped thousands of people lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in in only 40 days now that's nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects nj diet uses your hair saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements to get you to shed that fat and get it done quickly then nj diet uses your dna info to help keep the weight off for good you're fully supervised the entire time to make sure you're burning fat not just losing water and you even get dr t's personal email and phone number locations close by or available from home with live online consultations call 855-5 nj diet that's 855-5 nj diet or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com get ready for spring with nj diet Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
Did you ever hear the saga recently when RJ had his Yeti mug stolen? Of course stole- I did. I was I was firmly involved in this. Oh, were you? I didn't yeah, know. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Stolen from the station. Yeah. Yeah. We've been out. Yeah. I, I was the one that said we should, you know, put out the APB or whatever. Uh, we put a, uh, you know, stolen, no, wanted. As you should have. No, nobody responded. Nobody I was did anything. firmly invested. Horrified in by that. And we, we were actually talking about, like, one of the few things that RJ actually said to me this morning when we were hanging out before the show. As he, he was just saying he, he can't believe that there's been, like, no evidence, no turn up. And we, we, we talked about it. Brought up bad memories. Yeah, nothing. Well, just at, the, at the least goal got, of somebody. It, I, I mean, it's disgusting. I, what it must have been was one of the cleaning people yes. was walking by, thought it was, like, old and maybe garbage-like and took it and just threw it in the right. trash. There's no way that somebody stole it and is now drinking warm coffee out of that old mug. I think that's precisely what happened. Yeah. You think somebody is running around like, ha-ha, I pulled a fast one on RJ? No, I don't think they knew who I was. I think that they just saw it, saw their opportunity. and I feel So ter- because you're faceless and nameless, it made it easier for the perpetrator? That's right. And I feel terrible that Dan feels this way. I was just, I was running a little behind on my work. I had to, um, I had to I'm catch up a couple of things. You, know he, he, you say he's teasing. He says on the, like, when, when the when the mics go off and the doors close, you should hear what he's saying. <laughs> so here, I mean. He's horrified, he, by the way. He, he got me. here a little after when Rick usually gets here. But Rick, when he gets here, he goes into the studio and does some prep work. What and, do you people do at 5.15 in the morning And here? then he takes a nap. Drink coffee. I mean, Rick is napping. You're, you're no, trying you know, to have conversation. No, because you need to unwind. We're At least that's what show. I do. We're we didn't even really, did we even really talk about this? We didn't even talk about the show. Yeah, we, we catch up, but it all turns into content. It'll well, be, I haven't seen him in the flesh in probably a few weeks, so it was good to It'd be nice to have you, Dave, at one of these. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I get that. But like, I got, you know, went out there and put my feet up because nobody's there. You know, just me and him. Put my feet up, heated up my coffee, and just sat there and sipped it nicely for a half hour, however long we were All by there. yourself, really. Because right. he didn't, he didn't. He was to... sitting there, you know, clucking away at the keyboard. Yeah, he gets here at like what time do you get? Here? Ridiculous. Four fifteen. Yeah. Uh yeah, a little later today. The trains were a little behind. What do you do all that time? Yeah, run down your sponsors, cut the sound. And you know what I noticed Social though, because I go into the kitchen first mm-hmm. before I go meet him, because I heat up my coffee because it gets cold during the, the car ride. He has his Yeti at the coffee machine already in the kitchen. like So he just has it there. I don't even know if there's anything in it, but he has it there. No, I do. It's probably a little reckless because I, I normally don't have, have any competition, but it's wrong to assume I could just leave my coffee. Well, you yet. leave it like in the machine where someone else would have to remove it to get access to them. That's obnoxious. Well, no one else touches it. You well, get, you get Gross, here, like, Grosser recognized that it was there and it was in his way. Well, he, no, well, he brought his own coffee. It wasn't in my way. No, I bring my own. I wouldn't drink this. I, I think it's I think it's a very selfish maneuver. I let it cool because I the first That's thing, true, yeah. First thing I do when I get here, let's say it's I, I put my stuff down, walk over to the coffee machine. Let's say it's four twenty four at this point. Go, put my yeti in, let the coffee strain, and then I put a lot of hot water in it. Like I water it down a little bit, but that way I get a little more coffee to fill this lovely Yeti that my friends at Sharp Hat. Be- it, it's beautiful. We're, we're all decked out in Sharp Hat. I'm wearing my Sharp Hat sweatshirt. You got the Sharp Hat Yeti. Uh, we'll get to the Yankees in a moment. What? <laughs> we're all decked out in Sharp Hat. Yeah. You look at me. I clearly have no well, merch. They don't, they don't know you. They know. I met them at the, the golf thing last year in person. Yeah. yeah. That, that but I didn't just, get any swag. That was mean. Well, how was it mean? You said they don't know you. Well, I didn't, it, I didn't it, know right? that they I mean, know. RJ, how malicious oh, was that? Oh, my God. Yeah, malicious. Was, it, was, it was a vendetta against you. It, it, there was vendetta in your heart when you said that. You're like, <laughs> they don't know no, you. I don't have darkness of the heart. We Did talked you say to- they don't know you or they don't know you? 
They don't know you. We talked about this a couple of days, uh, or I guess it was last week. Um, Dan, I think with Dave's recent string of success, I think he's in the process of changing a little. You have to have darkness of the heart. Darkness of the heart. Like he's not afraid to put people in their place. Like like you just there. Like, yeah. oh, Sharpat, they don't know you. Who are you? But right. why is that a bad thing? If they don't know him, they don't know him. I didn't realize they knew you. I think they do know Yeah, but, so there was an inaccuracy from your statement. You, you, you know just and, assumed. And, and for that, I apologize. You assumed like you thought I was at the hockey game on Saturday. No, because you basically told us you were there in Section I 311. I basically didn't. RJ, did you think he was at the hockey game? I thought you were at the Raymond, game. did you think he was at the hockey I game? I thought he was at the hockey game. All right, game. so maybe, the, why can't you look I- introspectively and say, you know what, I screwed up. I led them to believe I was at the game. In the context of the of the conversation we were having, you implied you were at the hockey game. Just didn't make, you screwed up. No, I didn't screw up at all. But you <laughs> See, t- you're you, unbelievable. You took things now down a different road, which I have to challenge you on. Yeah. You said you implied that you were at the game in Section 311. Is yeah. that, that's the best I could do with Section 311? Listen, I'm making let's 311 see. as a statement. Let's say, so, so I, I'm, I'm not good enough to know the Sharp Hat people. The best I could do is Section 311. Anything else that I'm inferior uh, towards where, where, in, in this I world? Was or best? No? I was just using a random section. Interesting. You're very insecure. Interesting. I go from insecure to more insecure. No. It's unbelievable. It's no insecure at all. I'm Might we take a call here. or two? Let's do it. Well, let's, and then we'll get to the Yankees. Marco in Brooklyn. Hi, Marco. Hey, what's up, boys? I think uh, it's a bad idea to trade up to number one for uh, the Giants because a couple of reasons. One, the number one overall pick don't usually turn out to be good. They usually turn out to not work out. That's not true. Work out. That's not true at all. How could you say the number one overall pick doesn't usually work out? All right, let's, let, let's find out. Go ahead, Marco. Number two, yeah. I think Brian Dable proved how good he is making Tommy DeVito look as good as he did for those four games where he can probably draft a quarterback middle of the of the draft and still turn out to be pretty good. Middle of the draft. So, so you think fourth to sixth round, take a quarterback, and you'll be fine? Or take one of the six picks. I don't think you have to give up all the draft capital okay, to get Caleb listen, Williams. I, it's knows? fine. If there's a quarterback at six that you really like, take him. Give me a year where you'd feel comfortable going back to as we do this exercise. 2000. All right, so since 2000, you want to hear the number one picks yeah, in the draft? Yeah, I have them right here. Go ahead. Okay. You tell me, bust or not, mm-hmm. what would you, like, if, if they hit it 50%? Well, I mean, I, I want somebody who's had a damn good career to be the number one overall pick in the draft. Uh, agreed. Okay. Courtney Brown. No. Okay, so that's 0 for 1. Well, and then the year before that is Tim Couch, and you say no. Well, we're starting in 2000, so, right. so you don't okay. get Tim Couch. Because right. then if we start in 98, I get Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. right? So we right. start in 2000. That's true. Okay. Okay. Michael Vick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you didn't know what was going to happen, so, mm-hmm. so we're one and one. Uh, David Carr. No. One and two. Carson Palmer. Yes-ish. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two and two. Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Three and two. This is a tricky one. Yeah. Alex Smith. I think, I mean, here's the thing. At their peak, Carson Palmer was better than Alex Smith, so. I mean, Alex Smith, <sighs> yeah, three-time it, Pro Bowler. Yeah, I think, yeah. All right, so what is that? Four and two? Mm-hmm. Mario Williams. He's a good player. <sighs> He's good, but it's like... Uh, yeah, five and two. Jamarcus Russell, no. five and three. Jake Long. Jake Long didn't have longevity though. He didn't follow in with his name. You want to say, give him a no? Since we've been generous with some of the he other guys, he was good, but it was like for a short amount of time. Good. You know, if you draft the guy first overall, like Jake, did Jake Long even play ten years? But in I guess the I, are we saying w- w- was he a good player? Like, is he? I, I no, don't, but was he worth the pick? I mean, like if he didn't last ten years, is that what you want from a number one no. overall pick? So you want to say no? Yeah. All right, five four. Wait, hang on one sec, because I'm bothered. Jake Long, I'm going to see how long he played. Nine years. Nine no, years. Yeah. I need more than that. five four. Okay, fine. The surefire. Matthew Stafford, six yeah. four. 
Uh, Sam Bradford, no, 6'5". Cam Newton, 7'5". Andrew Luck, 8'5". Andrew mm-hmm. Luck, if you had an offensive line, it's got to be mm-hmm. a win. 8'5". Eric Fisher, no. 8'6". No. Jadavion Clowney, no. 8'7". Jameis Winston, no. 8'8". Jared Goff, it's TBD. number one. TBD. Okay, still 8'8". Miles Garrett, yeah. 9'8". Baker Mayfield, TBD. I'd say no. Well, if he if he keeps going the way he was last year, and if he resurrects his All career, right, you so know, nine, TBD. eight, Kyler Murray, TBD, fair. Joe Burrow's a yes for ten now. And eight. Yeah. Come on, what do you mean for now? Well, we don't know what the future. Ha- In ten oh, years, we might say differently. On. RJ Joe Burrow. All right, is fine. He, I'm going to say yes or I'm not. Say yes, but come on. But anything could happen. That's all I'm saying. Any, I mean, the guy could fall off a cliff tomorrow. Right. Joe Burrow is a is a yeah, is okay. a yes. Well, RJ, we, we, we know that Joe Burrow's not a bus stand. How we dare you say he's not a bus? How dare you say Joe could fall off a cliff? I mean, anything can happen. Why even put that out there? Trevor Lawrence. Because he has evil in his heart. That's why. <laughs> Don't have darkness in his <laughs> yes, heart. Yes, you do. Trevor Lawrence. TBD. I can't give you an answer yet. Fair. Trayvon Walker. Oh, uh, it's one good. year. Uh, Bryce. Uh, so so we're we're hitting it higher than 50%. Barely. Okay. What was it? 9-8, you said? 10-8, uh, 10-9. That's, that's called like a that. freaking for, uh, 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 flip, flip of the coin. coin. Yeah. All right. So? So it basically just disproves your theory. Didn't you say that like you're the number one pick in the draft, that it's like, oh, this surefire thing? No, it's a coin flip. If you if you love your coaching staff and your GM, and they deem that this guy's worthy of taking him number one overall, I'm buying in. Well, here's the other thing, too. Most teams that pick number one suck. Most teams that pick number one suck. I don't think the Giants suck. No. I don't think it's as hopeless as, like I said, when we got into that Super Bowl odds thing yesterday, like I, I don't know where all this like despair is coming from with the Giants. I really don't. Because people, because the the season was over. They're early. not the Carolina Panthers, but it was over early this past year. But they actually got it back on track in the most improbable way. They did. Can you believe George Rogers was taken before Lawrence Taylor? Well, but, oh. but again, that was the running back position. That was that was a running light, back was more was important a light, than the quarterback. The, court, the running backs were taken two years in a row. Number one, Billy Sims and George Rogers. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. We talked about things that, in retrospect, you don't even remember that we talked about. Hello? What, yeah, go ahead. No, I, gotta, I, I just I saw <laughs> a text even, from somebody. I'm sorry. I said we talked about things that, in retrospect, you don't even remember that we did discussed. not even remember. Because yeah. I even asked, I said, "Did we talk about this again?" We did. RJ, oh, he says to me ten minutes ago. He goes, "You know, we didn't talk about the Nets at all." I said, "We did talk about the Nets." He's like, "No, I don't think so." I don't. I said, "Don't you remember that it, it bled into like the Albert this, King Buck Williams?" These, like, these last thirty seconds have not been a good referendum for you, Dan. I got to tell you. Yeah, you're falling apart. <laughs> Easily distracted. Do you have uh, ADD? Oh, hundred percent. Do you think you really do? No. Why would I lie about that? Do you take a medicine for it? No. Should you? Maybe. Have you been diagnosed? No, no it? diagnosis. So it's a self-diagnosis? Self-diagnosis. You can't do yeah. that. Others have. See a physician. <laughs> no, so I'm serious. Have someone, maybe they can give you a medicine that you would be more like capable of paying attention. No, but I pay attention pretty well. I told you. I just it's like the a, third I, time today I've said something I and I'm not sure whether it registers. and then message that who, I wasn't sure. You know what? Yeah. Bring it to the table. Who texted you? Anthony. Anthony Pusick. Yes. What did he want? He so, wanted, you know, because I mentioned the computer. Anthony, and he wanted to know about the computer. Anthony, uh, RJ, can you get involved here? You see what he did? Anthony texts him during the meat of the show, and he finds it necessary to, to, to read it and then respond without paying attention to I me. I think Anthony passed away. A little better at the end of the year where he had a little bit of length, too. RJ? We've come unraveled here on the final side. No, 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 no. This we, is a sports show. We, we have not come unraveled. 
Dan is mailing it in now. Wow. You wow. Are, wow. Like post office mailed no, it you know, in. You know what it's like? That's never been a top priority for me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. I'm Anthony he's, Rendon. He's Anthony Rendon. Whoa. Dan Rendon. No, that's not true. <laughs> I wish I had his money. That's never been a top priority for me. That's this what he is. is. You should. No, I, I asked him a question. He's knee deep in his phone. I that gave was... you how many answers? It's happened like three times today. I don't want to bring it up. This one was the most egregious. When, when did it happen other times? I don't remember the exact times. Then it didn't it, happen. It did. Can't, if, if it was so, tomorrow, I'm calling him out. So egregious. Tomorrow, I'm calling him out. If it was so egregious, you would have pointed it out. So Anthony texts you about that computer, computer over there, yeah, and I said, it couldn't have waited till ten o'clock. Well, no, God forbid, because they use this show and or they use the studio and they need the computers. Oh, right, that's why. God forbid the the, God forbid. the princes don't have their yeah. computers working. And he said, by the way, he thinks maybe it just needs to get restarted, a, a little reboot. Yeah, which uh, I don't even know how to reboot though. Oh no, you could do it on the screen. So now. you saw the trade, the outlandish trade from Mike Tenenbaum. Yes, I actually screenshotted it and took a picture and sent it to you. Remember that? Yeah, I was around I, for I, that. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, You're welcome, wa- by the Why way. don't you walk through the trade again for the people? Can I open my phone? Is that a right teacher? Yeah. Listen, okay. I don't think you should start texting people not involved with the show, but opening your phone and reading it. So Giants, get the, Giants get the number one overall pick. All right, so that's going to be for Caleb Williams. Now, well, is this just his wild opinion? Yes, it's or a is proposal. There, is there any meat? to the bone here that he thinks this could potentially happen. It's a proposal. Okay. Just like all the other yo-yo stuff that he said over the last two days and we called him out on when he was on the show earlier today. By the way, he's got Steph Diggs on the, on the move. What does that say? Steph, Steph Diggs Steph to, the Bears, to the Bears for... Tyreek Stevenson. What? So basically they said, hey Mike, <laughs> you know, it's a slow week. We need you to come up with the most he's crazy, crazy, outlandish trade proposals on our show Steph just to Diggs keep people tuning in. Yeah, all right, so walk me through the trade. Right, so Giants get the number one overall pick. In return, the Giants are sending the Bears their first-round pick, which yeah. is sixth overall. Of course. They're also sending them their second-round pick this year, or a second-round pick this year. The number one pick next year, their second-round pick <laughs> next Trent year. Trent McDuffie on the move. <laughs> and oh, by the way, Trent, McD- yeah, Trent McDuffie is great. Yeah, let's trade into the Dolphins for Jalen Watt. I yeah. mean, what the hell is this? And K- uh, and also Kayvon Thibodeau, part of that So deal. you're giving... Four I- draft choices and Kayvon Thibodeau. So I consider Thibodeau to be a, a first-round... I mean, he's a first-round well, pick. So, yeah. So... Three ones and two twos. Correct. Well, if you want to just say two ones, two twos, and Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, wh- He's somebody tangible. He's a human. Right. He's wow. a thing. So that I, I, feels like... Here's the thing. I mean, come on. Like, but, uh, but here's the thing. If they draft Caleb Williams and he turns out to be an absolute star, you will not look back at this and say... The Giants got raked over the coals. You look back at this and say, what a great trade that was. And as we've proven, because we did it earlier in the show. It was a nice exercise. It, it was a great exercise. It was like planking. Uh, 50-50, basically. Yeah. Right? In the last 20 years, it's about 50-50. 50-50. And even of the positive 50%, some of those were not stars. Right? Like, we, were un- we, we, did, we left it open-ended with Jared Goff. Like, some of those you looked at and you're like... Alex Smith. Right. Mario Williams. No, I mean, you could go back to the John Elways and the Bruce Smiths and the, right. and the you know, Bo Jacksons and the Troy Aikmans and the, I mean, Orlando Pace and Peyton Manning. I mean, Jeff George. I wouldn't go back to Jeff George. That's that's just me. I wonder what the, so, so let's, 2000, just mm-hmm. the quarterbacks is the top pick. Mm-hmm. So Michael Vick is one for one. Carson Palmer's two for two. David Carr's two for three. Eli's three for four. Alex Smith, we said yes. We, is, is four for five. Jamarcus Russell's no, four for six. I don't think we six. said yes for Smith, did I we? I think we did, yeah. Matthew Stafford's five for seven. Sam Bradford's five for eight. Cam Newton, six for nine. Lux, seven for ten. Winston, seven for 11. Goff, 
What we said no. Still too early. Seven for eleven. Mayfield still seven for eleven. Kyler Murray seven for eleven. Joe Burrow's a hit. It's yeah. eight for twelve. And then Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. we don't know. Bryce Young, we don't know. Yeah. So eight for twelve. So when you do solely quarterbacks, you're hitting at a two thirds clip. Well, the thing about Trevor Lawrence, though, I think is it too early to already make a determination that he's not going to be the second coming, which a lot of people thought it was swore that he was going to be. Too early. Still too early. I mean, yeah, but wouldn't it have happened already? Three years. If he, if, no, I'm well, the year, talking, year was, one was the lost cause. Right. Well, he was supposed to be like the greatest thing since sliced bread. I think it's fair to say he's not going to be a top three quarterback in football. But do I think you can win a Super Bowl with Trevor Lawrence? I'm not sure you can't. So I think I think it's still open ended. Mm-hmm. I think it's still open ended. Let's go to Ish in Croton Falls. Hi, Ish. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, so about the Giants trade. Not only would I do it if I was a Giants, if I was the Bears, I wouldn't even take that offer. Um, and hear me out on my reasoning. If the goal is to win a Super Bowl, I think we've seen that the two best options are either get a superstar quarterback or build your roster like the 49ers. I think building your roster like the 49ers is harder to do. So don't you take the chance on Caleb Williams? I mean, if you if you truly sit down and you're and you're Shane and you're Dable and you say we wholeheartedly think this guy is going to be a star in this league, like he's going to be Andrew Luck, he's going to be Joe Burrow, he's going to be Patrick Mahomes, I think you do it. Yeah, but again, the example that he gave, that Ish gave about the 49ers, the only reason the 49ers are doing what they did because once in a blue moon, you step into it like they did, and they're winning with the last pick in the draft Well, at the quarterback that's position. That's for starters, and secondly, they don't pay that guy. That's, that's so, why. Yeah. So they can afford to spend big money on you know, And how do you all think the Seahawks guys? built a borderline dynasty team once upon a time? Because Russell Wilson was a third-round pick. a borderline dynasty team. They won one Super Bowl. They should have won two in a row. But, but they didn't. Because of one play. But Okay, but they didn't. That's why I said borderline dynasty. But I don't think it's borderline. They were a play away from winning back, back-to-back. So they won it, a Super Bowl. If you are back-to-back champs, that's not a dynasty? They, did, they were not dynasty. They were a pl- I said borderline. No. I prefaced it with borderline. RJ, Seahawks borderline dynasty. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was literally a play that but cost them two straight they did, they Super Bowls. Win. And I'm not talking about a, a play in week seven. It was in the Doesn't damn game. Doesn't matter. They didn't win. RJ, I mean, you hate the you hate the Seahawks borderline dynasty. Is back-to-back definitely a dynasty? Yeah. That's but they didn't they even call. get back-to-back. Right. But even if they were. No, they're not. See? Well, the Broncos a dynasty? The, the Shanahan, Elway, Terrell Davis dynasty? That, that's Di- considered a, dy- a dynasty. No. I feel like a dynasty is three. Yeah. Back to back, it's got to be three. It's got to be three. Well, I, but I thought we've lowered the standards. No, two. no, you, we lowered, you, lowered your standards. you lowered standards. Yeah, your, your, your standards are lowered. Mine are not. Raymond, today's three stars. Number three. Uh, shout out to uh, Anthony Rendon. That's never been a top priority for yeah. me. This Base- is a job. Baseball's not a priority. It's a job. Either cares well, that about- was Rendon or that was Grasa? I'm sorry. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good call. Uh, I you heard know, that. You know probably appreciates that, though, putting faith and family above all else. Brian Kelly. I'm here with my family. It was just an excuse to play that drop. Number two. You know why I love this program so much? You learn things. Maybe you learn things that you forget that you learned in the previous hour like Dan had with the Nets. Uh, maybe you learn a little, little Spanish on this program. Nosotros. It's almost good. Bien. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, two. Or maybe a little Juan Soto. The end of the day, we gotta we gotta put our egos away. I enjoy that one a lot. But he wanted to say egos. He wanted why to, say, he, why listen, to switch up and go egos. English is a second language for him. I can tell you this: my, my mother is a United States citizen for fifty years. She still messes up words just like that. Mm. So. 
number one. Oh, hot takes. You know how I feel about hot takes, especially when they come from Mike Tannenbaum. But, you know, it's all worth it if you can get Dave fired up. I think he's a perfect fit in Dallas. I think Tony Pollard was. Kill me. Honestly, <laughs> take me and push me off somewhere. Fun show on a Tuesday, boys. That was nice. It really was. It was a fun one. It's rule a 76. No excuses. Play like a champ. It's Grass of Rothenberg. And even in Spanish, it's Carpe Omnia. On 98.7 ESPN. A little better at the end of the year where he had a little bit of length, too. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.